Latoya. What's her name? It's Latoya. Latoya. One day I'm going to do that uh, like for like a minute long and y'all going to love it. Y'all not going to even be mad at me. Y'all just going to love it. Okay. I told y'all it gets me every time. How are you guys doing? Welcome to the Analog Girl Podcast. This is your podcast for your 30-somethings and your 40-somethings, for your analog girls and your analog daddies out there. We are on a quest, y'all. We're on a quest to get our analog lives in this digital-driven world. I created this podcast specifically for people who are in the throes and struggling with mental health. Even for the survivors out there, I, I created it because uh, I, I wanted it to be a safe space and not a stigma for us to talk about mental health. I myself um, am a recent um, struggler, survivor, sometimes relapser of anxiety, PTSD, and depersonalization. And this um, experience has been an eye opener for me and it will forever be um, the reason why it has changed my life. So that is what Analog Girl Podcast is about. And I, and I welcome you. And this, if this is your first time listening, please thank you so much for listening. And when you're done with this episode, and only when you're done, you can go back and listen to the other ones. They're pretty cute too. Check them out. Um, and today actually is a celebration, y'all. Your girl, this like this is a milestone for me, okay? Because it might be small for y'all, but it's a milestone for me. <laughs> like this is episode number ten. Like I mean, come on, this is a celebration. Like I feel like I'm gonna celebrate every, like every ten every tenth episode, right? So I'm gonna do this is a celebration. Woo! Yes! Yay! Okay, so shout out to me for doing ten episodes. All right. And the next celebration is going to be 20, and the next one is 30, and 40, and so forth, and so on. But your girl is out here in these streets still being consistent and still putting out that work. So I'm happy. I'm happy, guys. I am starting, I'm shifting the podcast, okay? I'm starting to shift it, guys. And only, and it's just, it's just evolving because, you know, that's what we are. We just are ever evolving. We're, we're evolving people. So I'm evolving the podcast and trying to get better and better as the weeks go by. So I'm shifting it up and um, I will be having some segments, guys. So let's just get into the first segment. The first segment is no, if you're no stranger to it, the first segment is the check in. So we check in. All right, guys. So anxiety check-in for me. This week, y'all, has been um, an interesting one. Um, my uh, the, the, the personalization, actually, I was not feeling. I was in D.C. with Takiya for a couple of days. I needed to get away. So I, I needed a break. That's why I didn't post an episode from last week. I needed to really get away and um, take some time off. And that is one thing that is very important. And if you can, only if you can, guys, don't just be up and leaving your job. But if you can get away, if you feel like your mental health is about to suffer, get get some change of scenery. And that's what I needed to do. So I, I went out. I got myself on a bus, y'all, and I stayed over with Takia and uh, also my friend Amanda. Um, she's my phantom BFF. You know, I have I have three BFFs. I have Takia, Amanda, the phantom, and then there's Aletha. So I and I also stayed with uh, Amanda. So um, 
your girl was going through a breakup and um, it was a breakup with a very close, close friend of mine. Um, and it was just a, it was a, it was a mutual decision for the both of us to decide to part ways. Um, I noticed that the relationship was becoming a bit toxic and, um, what you'll find is that when you're going through, um, anxiety, PTSD, depression, um, and I'll, and I'll always say anxiety for you guys, but please know that when I say anxiety, I'm including all of those in it because, um, those things, anxiety is a symptom of all those things pretty much. So, um, when I'm going through anxiety and I'm constantly trying to explain what I'm feeling and why I might not be able to be the best friend. I might not be able to be the best partner. I mean, um, I don't want to have sex. Like right now, I just don't like, I don't feel like having my legs behind my head right now. Nope. That's not what I feel like doing. You know what I mean? Like, so when you have to constantly be explaining that I could see where my partner, my best friend, um, would think that, um, or take it personal. Um, it's hard for people not to take it personal. And if you're listening and you're listening because you have a family member or a friend or someone who, um, struggles with anxiety and depression, please guys, you have got to understand that guys, girls, whoever you have got to understand that you cannot take, um, you can't take, take these things personal. We go through moments where we might need to be alone. We go through moments where we are having panic attacks and we don't know if we're going to make it to the next day. You know what I'm saying? So it's like oh, to have all that going on and then have to explain to somebody every waking minute that it's not you, it's me. It's just a bit much. So if y'all, if y'all can understand, like that became a tug of war with us. So I think it came to a mutual, it just came to a mutual agreement where it was like, okay, I think we both just need to step away from this relationship and I need to work on me and you need to work on you because I don't want to cause you any more pain. And I most certainly don't want to add any more anxiety to what's already on my plate. So that is what I had to deal with. So then what, what happened after that was just a wave of sadness a wave of sadness because you're disconnecting from someone that you've been talking to and knowing for quite some time and became your best friend. So, you know, I had to get away, y'all. I got away. I meditated. I, I, you know, I exercised. I walked by myself outside. I, um, I just needed some time to like regroup and ground myself. Um, and, um, that really helped me. Grounding is really good for me. Um, I don't know about y'all, but grounding really helps me and grounding consists of meditation and deep breathing. And I think that that should be the foundation, um, of, for anybody when you start to try to come out of panic attacks and overcoming uh, anxiety and depression is grounding yourself. So that was, uh, that was my week. Um, and then I came back home. I kind of stayed in the house. I mean, I went out a couple times, you know, and I went out with a friend of mine and that turned out to be boring. Um, and I do find myself constantly thinking about my partner and wondering like, did I make a mistake or what have you? But I honestly, at the end of the day, feel that for the, for the, for the most part right now, um, I need to work on how on overcoming this. And when, when you're in anxiety and you're in the throes of anxiety or depersonalization or whatever, 
there is no way that you can wholeheartedly focus on healing yourself and also being a vessel for someone else. There's no way you can do it. So either the part, your partner has got to understand that it's not about them and that you have got to take the time to heal you or he, he or she just probably won't understand and you guys will have to part ways. But it just cannot be done with someone constantly badgering you, judging you, not understanding what you're going through. And then at the same time, you're trying to be healed. It's not going to work. It's it's just not going to work. So that, that, that was, that was where I was at with it guys. Um, and I feel like I'm doing all right though. Like I'm hanging in there. I'm being an adult about this. I'm not doing petty stuff, you know, cause usually I'd be like, Ooh, F him. Like how dear, like I'm not doing no petty stuff. I still, uh, when, you know, I, I, I look forward to us building a friendship outside of this. Um, and I think that right now, um, though, I need to really be on some, what's good with Latoya? Um, what's good with her mental state? Like she needed to get back on track. And that's, that's, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm back on track and I'm, and I got to focus on analog girl. Cause I got people out there listening like y'all who are, um, depending on me to, 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 to be a resource. And I want to be able to give y'all resources and help y'all get through this thing called life. And, and this, this stupid creep bombasted anxiety and depression and PTSD and depersonalization and all that. We getting, we getting through that, all of that, all of that. So that's my anxiety checking y'all. How y'all doing? I hope my, I hope my anxiety checking ain't give y'all anxiety. Lord. Um, but I hope your anxiety levels are low to non-existent. And if they aren't, guys, please, please, please meditate, breathe, read scriptures, do what you got to do, say your affirmations, listen to Analog Girl, <laughs> do whatever you got to do to stay grounded. We always want to be grounded in this situation. Also, um, I did find that I was having some mini panic attacks. So what you'll find is like when you're starting to recover, um, the major panic attacks probably will go away. Right. Um, but then there's times you might be chilled out. Like, yeah, I'm feeling good. You know, you, you, you don't feel anxious or anything and out of nowhere you're laying in the bed and your heart might start racing or something like that. Um, those things started to have, it's like little mini panic attacks. So what I did find is that like, I've been telling you guys what really, really works and it works quickly. It is like instantaneous relief. I'm telling y'all, don't resist it. Do not resist the panic attack. And the minute you say to yourself, I'm not resisting this. I'm safe. This is asinine. Nothing is going on. My surrounding is safe. I am completely fine. My, I am healthy and I know that I'm fine. And you do not resist. You sit down and you breathe. One, I'm telling you, it's instantaneous. It goes away. And I am speaking from experience. This ain't no, I'm making this up type thing. Like I'm telling y'all, it will go away instantaneously. And then you just take your mind. You start watching something that's calming. Watch something on TV. You know, for me, I will put on a different world. That is my go-to. And I'll put that on and just chill out. Or I'll put on my meditation until that relaxes me and lets me know. And it's an affirmation that says over and over, I am safe. I am calm. I am fearless. I am beautiful. I am blessed. I am healthy. I live in a healthy body. I have a healthy home. Blah, 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 blah. And I keep listening to those things. And it just calms me right down. And I don't fight the panic. Because the fighting is the tug of war. 
And that's just going to cause more panic and more anxiety. So release, guys. Relax, relate, release, and let it go. Toya D., who was living a life of complete and utter trash, y'all, spending money frivolously on clothes, food, and bottles of wine that could be finished in one setting alone, ghosting Sally Mae and never paying a bill, y'all, going back and forth in relationships that were called situationships, a what? Going from one dead-end job to another, struggling with racial and social anxieties in the workplace. Nature finally took its course. On March 1st, Toya D woke up in an apparent dream world to which she calls the urban matrix and was left to figure out the true meaning of life and human existence. Join the journey on the quest to live fabulously, shamelessly, bold and fearless and confident with mental health in the anxiety zone. Um, I told y'all I'm shifting the podcast. I'm taking things into a new direction, right? So we have a new segment, right? And the, the segment is called Tales from the Anxiety Zone. And it's a real cute segment, y'all. Like I, I was a pat myself on the back when I came up with it. I was like, oh, this is real cute. So Tales from the Anxiety Zone is a storytelling segment. So it's for anybody who wants to tell a story about what they're going through with depression, anxiety, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, an anxiety check, and I really, I tell my story, but y'all don't get a, t- a chance to tell yours. You know what I mean? So if you tell your stories um, and you tell your overcoming stories, maybe you might want some insight. You might want some advice. It's just all dependent on who the guest is, you know? Um, and sometimes you might want advice for me because, you know, sometimes I'll be knowing a little something. Um, and you can write into the show. Um and tell your story. Sometimes you don't even have to. You could be a, a a survivor and never had to deal with PTSD since five years ago, whenever. You can still tell your triumph stories and tell about stories about how you got through and was able to, how you were able to deal with your loved ones during this kind of stuff, since we're talking about that. Um, so Tales from the Anxiety Zone is just that. It's a celebratory segment. It's it's a resource segment. It's it's a segment where um, we'll, it's, it's a transparent segment. You know, we just have to be open and honest with ourselves and be transparent about our stories. And that's the freeing part of suffering with depression, anxiety, PTSD, depersonalization. It's learning how to be free. So so our first story for anxiety zone. Um, I found a story actually that I just wanted to read to you guys. And the reason why is because it don't, it, it made me think about when I was first going through, um, depersonalization and, and the panic attacks. And I found that, you know, I was Googling like crazy y'all like, what is going on? I was Googling brain cancer. I was Googling all kinds of stuff because I told y'all it was like this tight pressure on my head. You know, um, I, you know, I told y'all I felt like I was in a dream and it was just like really, really weird stuff. Like people, it just seemed like nobody was real. It seemed like things were just not real. It was like I was in, and I had like this veil over my eyes and I was like living behind a glass pane. It was just weird, y'all. And I had to start, you know, telling myself, this is just a sensation that's going on in my brain. I'm in fight or flight mode. Like my brain went into fight or flight mode. So I was Googling all of this stuff. And then I started to find people that were going through what I was going through. But it was like, they were going through, some of them was going through it for like years. So it was hard for me 
to read it. And then I realized, okay, girl, you got to get off the Google or you've got to find um, recovery stories. So that's what I started to Google. So if you start, if you are in right now something and you're trying to like go Google and find out what's wrong with you, whatever, and you do figure it out, start looking at recovery stories. Start reading recovery stories because that is what's going to help you, um, give you um, hope because that's what you're going to need in this because it's going to give you hope and it's going to give you inspiration to set the record straight for yourself. So um, in Anxiety Zone, um, Kelleen Diana wrote in and she wrote about how she beat anxiety and depression. In her, in her letter says, my name is Kelleen Diana and I used to struggle with anxiety and depression. Nobody understood or wanted to understand. In fact, they called me names and passed judgment before they even knew what I was going through. It made me so afraid to speak up and speak out about it that it completely silenced me for years. For a very long time, I was full of anxiety, depression, fear, anger, self-doubt, low self-esteem, and alcohol. Everything was hurting me emotionally, mentally, and physically. But as scary as it was, I took a stand and put up a serious fight for my soul, my health, my spirit, and everything that matters in this life. I stopped caring about what people thought and started caring more about getting better. I get so tired of the panic attacks, the constant tears, the what ifs, the fears, the lack of self-confidence, and the hangovers. I knew in my heart that there was so much more for me. So one day I made a conscious decision and I said out loud, enough is enough. It is time to fight for the Kelleen that I knew was on the inside waiting for an invitation to show her greatness. First, I acknowledged my struggles and then I immediately made an appointment to see a therapist. I started journaling, reading stories and uh, I started journaling, reading stories of hope and triumph on the ADAA's website. Praying, meditating, exercising, and speaking life and love over myself every single day. Because of my my commitment to my healing, nowadays when I look in the mirror, I feel a different kind of love for myself that goes far beyond my outfit, my red lipstick, and my mascara. I now see my will, determination, resilience, and that I am a fighter, a survivor, a queen, a warrior, a healer, a leader, and a person who stopped using circumstances as an excuse to stay stuck. The more I started to heal, the more and more I saw my potential and what I was capable and uh, capable of. And due to my intentional fight, hard work, and my de- determination to be my greatest, I am proud to say that I am now the CEO of my own company, a best-selling author, and a survivor of mental illness. This story is to simply show you that if I can beat anxiety and depression and all the other things that I've battled and tried to take me out, so can you. No more excuses, no more waiting. It is time to give yourself that invitation to step into your greatness, just like I did. So guys, when I read this letter, when I found this letter online, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to read it to the people on Analog Girl. And the reason being is because I had just recently had a conversation with a friend of mine and it was basically about that. And Ain't nobody as lazy as me. I'm telling y'all. I, child, when I get in my house, I be so lazy. I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to get out of my bed. I don't even be wanting to cook nothing to eat. I just be straight lazy. And if I'm telling you, if I can get focused and get myself out of depersonalization as quickly as I did 
when I know that there are people who suffer from depersonalization and suffer for years, <laughs> like years. There's people who suffer with pers- personal depersonalization who are still in it and been in it for like 20 years. And all it takes is just to read something or learn how to overcome this and, and change your thought, pass- thought process and say enough is enough and, and start making strides and moves to come out. And that's what resonated with me with this um, article, because in talking with my friend, it was like, you know, she has everything going for her, you know, and I, you know, and it's, and it's hard when you are talking to someone and you see that their life is just going so well for them, but they're, they're still struggling with things like the anxieties and the depression. And um, I had to be that rough, not rough, but that friend, that, that accountability friend to say, Hey, listen, like there has to come a time when you got to say enough is enough. Like if you can spell out everything that is wrong with you, you can also spell out everything that you can do to change that. You can also change your thought pattern. You can physically wake up this morning and say, I'm not, even if that thought comes in your head, let the thought come and then say, you know what, but that's not true. What is true and start to say your affirmations and changing your, your thought pattern along the way. So I I read this all to say, because I don't know who it was for. I'm going to be like T.D. Jakes. I don't know who this letter was for, but I feel like I read this letter and it was for somebody out there. And if you're struggling with anxiety and depression, you feel stuck. You no longer have to be stuck. Like being stuck is definitely a choice. Um, and I know that there's people like, I'm, I'm not talking about people who are like super, super ill that need to be on medications, um, that are in and out of like mental psych wars and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm saying for people who are suffering with, you know, clinical depression and, um, PTSD and depersonalization, because honestly with depersonalization, like there is nothing physically wrong with your body. It's just that your brain has clicked off. Your brain is tired. You know what I mean? And especially even with the panic attacks and anxiety, like your brain is just like, sis, bro, I've had enough. I'm tired. You think too much. You're thinking too many, too much wrong stuff. Like it's too much for me to handle. So your brain is just clicked off. So now you just got to learn how to click your brain back on and, and to think positive and, uh, and, and not to be stuck in that. And it's just easier it's easier to just lay and, you know, be stuck. I know that. But also, um, how long you want to be stuck for? You know what I mean? Like, how long do you want to just sit and wallow in your pity? And I, for one, was just like, I'm not doing this no more. Like, I know. Mm-mm. I know that I'm supposed to be doing something else with life. Like, I want to go out and have fun. I want my life back. You know, and if you used to have fun and you was having, you know, be hanging out with your friends and you were, you, you know, like I even got to the point where I was scared to go out to the bar. I didn't know what was going to happen, you know, and I had to fight through that. And it's like, you just have to put your foot, your foot down and be a survivor, be a warrior and say, I ain't standing for this no more. And I will not be stuck. If you got to get in a therapist's couch, get in the therapist's couch. Because I did. And I'm telling you, my therapist got me all the way together. To the point that I was being so honest with her, I didn't know she was going to even want to handle me no more. But if she proved to be a great therapist, uh, a judge, and she, it was judgment-free zone. And I was able to spill my beans and tell her everything that I needed to tell her. So if you need to go to a therapist, a life coach, whatever, um, if you don't even know where to start, 
email me. I'll tell you. <laughs> like, I'll help you. I'll give you some resources. I'll tell you exactly where you need to be going, what you need to be doing. I will send you in the right direction. Anything to get unstuck. Because the longer you stay stuck, the harder it's going to be to come out of it. So I say all that to say, in the anxiety zone, it may feel like you're going crazy. It may feel like it's never going to end. Because trust me, I didn't know what the fuck was going on with my, my, I didn't know what was going on. I thought I was living in a real life Twilight Zone matrix. I keep telling y'all that. I had no idea. But if you just can hold on to that old mustard seed faith, <laughs> that mustard seed faith, that small little ounce of faith, just hold on to that. And if you feel, because I had a burning desire, like I just knew, like I knew, like I knew that that wasn't my story. Like I'm not supposed to be going through this. I'm supposed to be happy. I'm supposed to be out here building my company, my brand. And if you have that desire too, and that you know that you have things to do, you have a purpose, you have a calling, don't give up. Even if you don't, even if you feel like you don't have a purpose or a calling, you probably do. Especially if you listen to this, God led you here for a reason. Don't give up. Don't give up in the fight. Okay. Find your therapist, read recovery stories, listen to Analog Girl podcasts, email me for any suggestions. I got all the suggestions for you. Meditate, read your affirmations, change your diet because diet is everything. Exercise and it don't have to be every day. And it doesn't have to be no strenuous, stupid Instagram fitness model exercising either. Go walk for 30 minutes outside and bring your tail right on back in. You'll be fine. But as long as you're moving, do something. And I'm telling you, you will start to see results. You will definitely start to see results. And I'm telling ain't nobody as lazy as me. I can't say it enough. Ain't nobody as lazy as your girl. And I did it. I definitely did it. So I, I'm so happy that I've just gotten through my first segment. Guys, the first segment of Tales from the Anxiety Zone. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, moving forward, I would love if... You guys can just write your stories to me. Like it could be overcoming something. It could be something that you're, you're experiencing right now. And you want some some advice. Um, it could be a, a survivor story, um, a panic attack that you went through that you you overcame and how you overcame it. Tell us how you did it because were, we're so open over here. I'm open to learning new things too as well. So please, please, please start sending your stories in. Um, let me know how you like the segment too. Let me know if you don't like it, what I need to change. You can email me, info, I-N-F-O, at analoggirlpodcast.com. Let your girl know, all right? Every episode, I'm going to leave you guys with um, some affirmations. And that is because affirmations is the end-all, be-all to getting your life in order. Affirmations are is the conversation that you have with yourself. And the conversation that you have with yourself um, determines what your day going to be like, determines what your week going to be like, determines what your month going to be like, it determines what your relationships are going to be like. It just determines everything in your life. The conversation that you have with yourself determines everything. Power is in the tongue. And if you're constantly having a conversation with yourself that is completely negative, you are going to live a negative, a negative life. That is just scientific fact. If you read up on it, 
I don't got time to be giving y'all all the facts. Read up on it. It's out there in the Bible. It's out there on the internet. It's everywhere. Um, there is definitely power in the tongue and words. So you've got to change your conversation. You've got to change the language that you're talking to yourself. And I speak from experience because I used to talk so foul and nasty to myself. And still, every now and again, your girl catch herself and be saying stuff like, girl, you know, your body shape is ugly. And then I got to be like, what? No, girl, this booty is popping. You're bugging. You're bugging because I I seen it. I saw it in the mirror and I know I look good. Like I I told y'all the last episode, like sometimes I got to flip the script and change my change my conversation. And you got to know who the type of person is that's talking to you in your head and then talk to them on they get down on their level and talk to them. Like for me, my girl, she's kind of like a she's kind of like a cross between like a um like she talks real, she's sifty sometimes. Like she gets a little clear Huxtable stank with me, but then she gets a little Cardi B with me. Like it's, I don't know. Sometimes it depends on what kind of person she's trying to be, you know? And she talked to me real reckless sometimes about, you know, my looks and me feeling stupid and all that. So that's the kind, that's the voice that plays games with me. What's your voice like out there? Like, let me know what your voice is, y'all. And it sounds crazy, but everybody got a voice and everybody has a conversation with themselves. So what are you telling yourself that you know that you can change? How can you change your conversation with yourself? So the affirmations of the week is all, I'm always going to leave you guys with some dope ass affirmations to say, to write down, pause them, write them down, pause the, um, the, the podcast to write them down, go back, do whatever you got to do. But I'm always going to leave you with some great words of, and, and some great sentences to say. What you want to do is also say your affirmations in the morning when you, know, when you wake up in the mirror. Say your affirmations at night. They're especially effective when you say your affirmations at night and you fall asleep in the feeling of the affirmations that you said. They're especially effective and they are, it's, I, I've heard stories and I've even experienced where I've said, done affirmations and done some um, meditations and fell asleep on it and woke up in the next day and, and things came to pass. So it is definitely possible for, for things to change and for things to change, change quickly and drastically with affirmations. So affirmation number one, y'all, and get a pen and paper. Affirmation number one is, at this moment, I choose to release the past and look forward to the good that awaits me. I'll repeat it again. At this moment, I choose to release the past and look forward to the good that awaits me. Affirmation number two, with each new breath, I inhale strength and exhale fear. I am learning that it is safe for me to heal and grow. I had to say that again. I am learning that it is safe for me to heal and grow. It's safe for you guys. It is safe for me. It's safe for all of us to heal and grow because that is what it's, that's what life is all about. It's learning lessons and we're supposed to heal and grow. Affirmation number three, at this moment, I choose to feel calm and peaceful. Everything is unfolding as it should. At this moment, I choose to feel calm and peaceful. Everything is unfolding as it should. Affirmation number four. 
I choose to fill my mind with positive, nurturing, and healing thoughts. I choose to fill my mind with positive, nurturing, and healing thoughts. So you can say that over and over and over and over again. Whenever you start to, whenever you you start to think, oh, I feel so stupid. Why am I even talking to her? Or oh, I feel like an imposter. How did I even get here? As soon as that thought comes, you say, no girl, no boy. I choose to fill my mind with positive nurturing and healing thoughts. And then you think on those positive things. I am, I am supposed to be here. I would not be here if God didn't say so. Start saying those things. I earn the right to be here. I am smart enough to be having this conversation with this person right now. Those are the things you start to say to yourself. Okay. Like start putting your foot down in your head. And you don't, you know, sometimes you're in a place where you just can't speak out loud. Sometimes I do speak out loud or I, I mouth out to myself, but you, this all can be in your head too as well. Affirmation number five, last but not least, there are no mistakes, only lessons to be learned. I did the best I could. I'll repeat it again for y'all. There are no mistakes, only lessons to be learned. I did the best I could. And that that's my that is my favorite affirmation because don't nobody beat me up, accuse me, ridicule me, talk shit to me like myself. Like I will rip myself apart about the mistakes I've made, the things I did, the things I didn't do, the things I should have done, the half steps I took, the full steps I shouldn't have took. Like I do it all y'all. And that affirmation right there is what gets me through, what helps me to post episodes of this podcast every week-ish and um, be fully transparent with y'all on Instagram and Facebook. Like that affirmation helps me to say there are no mistakes, only lessons to be learned. I did the best I could and I'm doing the best I can right now. So with that being said, guys, I'm so, 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 so happy that you guys are listening to Analog Girl Podcast and I hope you stick with me. I hope you like my new transitions um, with the podcast. I hope you like the segments and I got more to come. I have guests that that are coming on, therapists, life coach, singers, pastors, anybody, Um, um, people from all, not anybody, (laughs) people from all walks of life who have experience with mental health. So I hope you guys um, will stick with me. Like I said, if you have any questions, if you want to know about the meditations that I use, please don't hesitate to contact me. Info, I-N-F-O at analoggirlpodcast.com. You can also sign up for my email list so you can stay in the know because I'm telling y'all, I got, I'm launching stuff out here in these streets. I'm launching an experience for y'all and it's going to be bomb. I'm telling y'all and I want y'all to be in the know. So please sign up for my email list at www.analoggirlpodcast.com so that you won't miss a beat. And I look forward to talking to y'all next week. I ain't gonna hold y'all and I damn sure ain't gonna let y'all hold me. So talk to y'all later. Bye.